All right, welcome back to the On Shuffle podcast. Um, it is December 30th. I hope everybody's had a good Christmas. And uh, what you been up to, man? <laughs> well, it's actually December 31st. December 31st, my bad, my bad. Yeah, I'd, uh, I was thinking, hey, it's New Year's Eve. Um, well, yeah, it's been good. It's been a good break, good uh, Christmas break. So it's been celebrating family and friends. It's been a good one. Good, man. Well, listen, if you're listening and things sound a little different, uh, Daddy's got new toys. Uh, no, all joking aside, we have some uh, breaking out the mics tonight. We feel official. Um, yeah, we always do it via phone. Um, and you know, we don't talk about this all the time, but there's times where, um, we've had whole podcasts, uh, be deleted on us, uh, because of a simple phone call, uh, because you have an idiot like me trying to work it and, uh, and somehow losing it. But anyhow, uh, we're official tonight. Our first, uh, big, big boy episode, so to speak, we got a laptop, we got microphones. Um, so we're doing it up, doing it up, but, uh, but nonetheless, um, we've got a freestyle episode for you tonight, so we're uh, really excited about it. We're a day early, um, just with New Year's coming tomorrow. We figured um, we got some free time on Saturday night, and uh, you know what? Not a better time to do it since we didn't do it. We didn't do it last Sunday with Christmas and everything. But um, anyways, getting to it. Um, what you want to start with, man? Um, I don't know. I mean. Well, let's. Uh, well, I have a topic we can get into with because okay. it's kind of been on my mind because right. uh, a lot of Christmas. Well, pretty much after Christmas, because um, before Christmas I was listening to a lot of Christmas music. For sure. And um, after Christmas, I think we mentioned it to us to each other briefly a couple times. Um, I'm in a bit of a rut musically mm. where I. And it's not that there's nothing new coming out because it's not when I mean, there's nothing new out right now. Right. Um, but I just don't feel like listening to anything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or it's like I'd just rather listen to a podcast, and you know, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to fire up the same playlist I've listened to over and over again. I don't have the because I think I, we mentioned several times that I'm a, I'm a like a mood or emotional listener where yes, I kind of just go off of. What we're feeling, mm-hmm. um, unless it's like an assignment where we're listening to an artist, what have you. Um, but uh, yeah, I just don't have the urge to listen to anything. I, I'm with you. Okay, so you brought up a good point. That's a topic I had too, as far as um, the Christmas music thing. And to get just to to open that whole thing up, start off with that. Um, I, I, I'm like me and Matthew are both like this. We are both very festive uh, this time of year, and. Uh, you know, love the holidays. Uh, we're both, you know, we, we, you know, this by now. I've been listening both uh, family guys, and um, you know, of course, just so I'm big into this time of year. Love Christmas music. It's the only music really playing. Every once in a while, I'll play something else because there has been some good songs come out, not whole albums. Uh, and if I'm probably forgetting something, I do apologize if if so. But I would say this month of December, uh, it's been mostly Christmas music. I found myself a time or two, like the new Steel Panther song. Uh, I really like the song. I would maybe listen to it, and uh, and I'd stop myself and say, you know what, go back to the Christmas. You've got plenty of time to do that because uh, stay in the mood, the Christmas spirit. But, uh, uh, you know, uh, to, and then moving on, what I want to get to was the day after Christmas, uh, me and the family, we went somewhere uh, to do something. Um, and my wife, she's got, uh, uh, XM radio 
and she's had it on the, the Christmas channel. Well, Christmas music was still playing. Um, and no, this is the, excuse me, this was December 27th. Christmas music was still playing. And uh, I don't know how I felt about it. As much as I love Christmas music, I got really kind of bummed out. Um, and I want to ask you about that here in a second if you ever do that. But to get to your point, uh, nothing new. Uh, I, I wake up every Friday morning really excited to check out uh, new music. Um, see if there's anything good that came out. It's the first thing I do on Friday mornings. Um, really hoping there's something I can listen to on the way to work, a new album, a new song, whatever it might be. Uh, I don't usually look, uh, know when things are coming out, and that doesn't sound like much like a music fan. Uh, I don't really uh, look into uh, and anticipate stuff. Now, some of your biggest art, bigger artists who uh, you know their stuff's coming out, and uh, and because you see it everywhere, that's different. But for most of the stuff I like, I won't know until the day of. And I get really excited about it. But the last two Fridays uh, is the first time. Friday before last was uh, before today, excuse me, uh, or yesterday or Saturday. Gosh, I'm, my time starting off. Not, this, not yesterday, but the last Friday was the first time in a long time that nothing new has came out on my, um, my new releases. Uh, I was kind of bummed about it. Uh, fast forward to yesterday, I was like, you know what, th this can't happen twice. It's never happened to me twice. There's always something, whether I like it or not, there's always something to check out that's new. And uh, and it happened again, two uh, Fridays in a row. No new music, man. It was so depressing. Um, but so to your point, I'm with you. There's nothing new. That sucks. But to get back to what I want to ask you that, how do you feel about Christmas music uh, the, the day after? You're still, okay, let me paint a picture. You're still on your Christmas break from work uh you and your wife might be going to spend gift cards christmas gift cards and stuff do you still listen to christmas music or is it gone yeah um it's just mood okay. based like i said it with with my wife um because if i'm by myself i listen again it's a lot of podcast um yeah but when i'm with her i don't you know there's no podcast we just do together or anything right. like that so it's more i just have to pick something and let it play um um so um i yeah it's just it would just be determined on like yeah. just the mood uh i said um i haven't really been many places with her since christmas because she's you know she works um right right uh second job you know on breaks and stuff so um so yeah um like i would definitely still listen to it you know if there's um good stuff out there as far as christmas music wise um I know, um, you know, I, uh, yeah, I, I know I listened to a lot of Christmas music leading up to Christmas, so I would, um, I think it's more of a rut, just like I said, in music in general, where I, uh, just don't know like what, how to get myself out of the, of the rut, yeah, you know, yeah. like, uh, um, you know, I don't know, it's hard to describe, it's like, yeah, it's, um, being a music fan, you know, um, you know, there's a lot of other than podcast, you know, you listen to a lot of music and, uh, yeah, like I said, this happened What's before. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah cause, Cause it's happened before where, you know, you know, you put on music regularly and, um, some days you just don't know what to put on. You don't feel like putting anything on yeah. so anything specific. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, I think, I guess what will get me out of it is, uh, 
you know, just putting something on and letting, letting it, you That's know, the only way. Like, yeah, letting it play. That's the only way. I've got a playlist for this exact reason, the, the ruts. I've got a playlist called Right Now. Uh, it's, it's probably it's my most go-to playlist that I have. It's probably my favorite. Uh, it definitely is my favorite, but it's called Right Now. And what I do with that playlist is uh, when I hear something, and it's not all new music, like it's some of my favorite songs of all times. It might be something I just heard uh, three weeks ago that I really liked. But uh, it's songs that made me feel good right now uh, in the moment um, that, uh, that you know, just does something to you, makes you feel really good uh, when you might be down or, or you just needed to hear something like that or hear that song. And I put those in there, and when I'm in that rut, um, that's where I always go because it, I'm weird. I might say, you know what, gosh, there's no new music. Man, I don't want to listen to Queen. Uh, I don't want to listen to Red Hot Chili Peppers again. Or, but then you just put on one of the, the one of their songs on the that uh, playlist or one that you know in your head, and it seems like you're like, oh man, now I want to go back and listen to this, or I want to go back and listen to this album. It always happens for me like that, but you know, obviously, uh, but I know where you're coming from. That's a tough place to be. Yeah. Like I said, it's, um, yeah, like I said, cause, uh, I did go on a couple trips, you know, after Christmas where I, of course I did listen to more Christmas music and, uh, um, I, uh, did have to let some stuff play. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think it's just, uh, putting something on that's a little different maybe, um put on spotify of course there's playlists for everything there's a disney song playlist mm. so i put that on on our trip and um pretty much showed off my music knowledge to, to my wife nice. because you know it's uh i've always been that way nice but uh um so yeah so that's just what i've uh um what i what i what i'll have to do to get out of the rut yeah and only you can do it like you said like you you know you don't know what to do now but like you just mentioned there'll be something that uh uh going back and listen to that that'll put oddly enough uh now do i think about it it, a lot of times for me it is something like steel panther who uh which is a always a mood thing to me like i can't just get in my truck and listen to steel panther but uh for whatever reason a lot of times when i am in those funks uh, i listen to someone like that or a group well, a lot of times them, um, you know, and, and it's for whatever reason that's a good one for me. Yeah, yeah, and um, I know whenever you know often new music comes out because there will be you know, I think everything slowed down. Normally slows down during the break. I mean, yeah. I haven't had any app updates on my phone probably since the twenty second. So, uh, so I know I think everybody's taking 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 time off. So. Um, you don't be new, any new music out, any new technological software stuff to update until there's some good January. Stuff. Um, okay. And I do know of, uh, let's see white reaper. Is it January or February? They have their album coming out. And I can tell you this, I'm really, that, that's one album that I'm very much looking forward to. Um, they put out two songs, which we've talked about, I think on here, they put out two songs already off the album pages and fog machine. We've talked about both. But um, on their social media, I meant to tell you this the other day, on their social media, they have like a hype, uh, I guess, uh, post, uh, tweet uh, about the new album. And it's like uh, someone driving in a car and uh, the radio is like five seconds each song on the album. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's 
I felt like uh, I went back and listened to it a few times. My first thought is every song on here sounds good uh, from this short little um, sample size. And then there was a couple on there that I was really looking forward to hearing. I mean, that was giving me, which they give me Thin Lizzy vibes. We talked about that before, you and I. I don't know if we talked about it on air. I know we talked about that before. Um, you know, the dueling guitars and just uh, the singers not, uh, has, you know, definitely not a, a comparison to Thin Lizzy. They're two different kind, but uh, but definitely the, the music uh, big time. But I'm looking forward to that one. And it seems like there's something else. Um, Steel Path, the Wednesday album coming out. No idea. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but it, they do have a new one coming yeah, out sometime yeah. soon. Yeah. So, but but we have some to look forward to. But it does suck. There's nothing right now. So uh, I'll uh, I'll say that. I um I've got a couple questions for you. Now these are way off the wall, man. I've got I, I, there's two things I wanted to ask you tonight. Um, one of them's kind of deep. Uh, well, okay. Let me just throw it out there. This was one that's on my mind today. I don't know if we've ever talked about this, and if we have, uh, you can let me know. But it seems like something we would have talked about in the very beginning. Do you remember your first favorite song? Um, I definitely remember music from like when I first was getting into music enough to say I like this, you know, or seek it out. Yeah. But um, probably not a favorite song, no, okay. I, because I think the first genre of music I got into was country music. Same. So, uh, and that's. You know, literally just because of parents and family and stuff. Right. Um, so uh, I imagine it'll be something country, but yeah, not first, not first favorite song as far as all time. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, uh, yeah, I think of more of my musical history as far as the genres like I was into. Yeah. And maybe the artist, but okay. not like songs. Okay. No, that was on that was bouncing in my brain. I uh, I just I know I've mentioned on here before a long time ago. Uh, got into music. We talked. We even talked about our origin stories. I know um, I was very very small and uh, used to like watching CMT. But my uh, I was thinking about and I don't know if I ever mentioned on here. I wanted to hear your input, but I, I know I can. I remember my first one. My first one was, um, and I don't. I can't, I'd have to look up this time frame because this wasn't when I started listening to music. I think it was a little bit later, but this is the first favorite song that, uh, that I actually, uh, asked my parents to buy me the single of, which, uh, you know, I think we probably talked about that on here too. Like if you're of a certain age, you're probably not knowing what we're talking about here when we say single. Um, but the single, obviously you could buy uh, a tape and I, I bought a, uh, the song was Billy the Kid by Billy Dean. Uh, which was a country artist uh, that I really liked back then. I uh, had another really good song, Somewhere in My Broken Heart. I think a lot of people, that's the one that um, if someone says they didn't know who Billy Dean was, they might not know Billy the Kid, but I guarantee you, I bet my uh, I bet my savings on it that um, most people of a certain age have heard Somewhere in My Broken Heart. Uh, that was a ballad, a country ballad. Um, but anyhow, long story short, uh, Billy the Kid, first favorite song, and I remember the video. And I think maybe that's which we, you and I talk about that a bunch the, the music video effect uh, that that has on your listening experience. And you know, a lot of times that'll change how you view a song or hear a song in a weird way. But um, remember the video, uh, little kids on the bikes, uh, run, playing uh, cowboys and Indians. Uh, I guess that's what they're doing from the thing, but um, cops and robbers, something like that. Uh, but uh, never forget that that was my favorite so okay yeah nice nice yeah um 
Yeah, I said my first song, probably first favorite song, was probably Blink One Eighty Two song. Yeah. I imagine uh, that's for the first artist I really got into. Um, but um, when were you born? Uh, Ninety one. Okay, well that makes sense. I, I, yeah, I, I forget sometimes how. Well, I forget sometimes I'm older than Matthew. Um, for anyone who doesn't know us uh, and just listens to our show, uh, I, I guess because Blink-182, what year would you say they came through? They are probably, early, well, probably early 90s as far as like before they got famous, definitely early 90s. But Well, yeah, when do you think uh, they got famous? Was it 97? Well, got Famous was probably was their album... Um, uh, in, in I think enemy of the enemy of the state. Yeah, enemy of the state. Because uh, that was um, that was uh, nineteen ninety nine. Ninety nine. Wow. So um, so that was I think that's when they broke through. But their first album was in ninety four. Yeah, which I guess the reason I say that is you were still a young buck in ninety nine. I um, mean, you weren't even ten years old yet. Or were you probably eight or nine? Uh, yeah, ninety nine. I was eight. So. Um, because I know I was obviously, you know, um, kind of showed you know them through a, my a older my older uncle, who's a you know bigger fan, right? Well, who was a big fan of them, um, but um, yeah, I think um, yeah, with enemy of the enemy of the state, because it was all over TRL, cause, mm-hmm. you know, that whole video, you know, the video, which my age again yeah. was on that album, and that's when they really broke through, and you know, I think that's what. All the small things is on there too. Yeah, um, that's crazy, man. I was I was a freshman in high school. I was fourteen. I could well, depending on when the album came out. I guess I could have still been in middle school, but uh, but I, I would have. That was my fourteen year old year. Um, so that's uh, that's crazy. But they were so big, and sometimes I regret with them not getting into them when they were like. I've, I look, I'm not into them as far as I've never been like huge. I, I like those guys a lot. Like, I, I've always thought they were really cool guys. Like, um, that sounds cheesy. I thought they were always uh, pretty cool um, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, had that cool factor. Um, didn't like uh, their music then. Um, I went to a, a, a high school uh, near the beach and, um, you know, it seemed like, a, you know, which in high school we're all in a certain uh, we all have certain styles and what. Anyways, it felt like um, that was some of the stoners thing, and uh, so I never, never did. But I guess, and probably till Matthew came along, I never really appreciated them. Um, you mentioned them a few years ago in passing, and I think we were at my old house, and you played one of their videos, and uh, and then I remember uh, you showed me uh, someone covering uh, one of their songs which was a really good song, and I don't think I'd ever heard the song. I can't remember, but it was somewhere along those lines. Long story short, uh, end up uh, having them in my library. A few songs, not a lot, but um, but that's a lot more than I ever thought I would have been of Blink-182. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, definitely. And, you know, uh, you know, because I think with, you know, when they were in their prime, their whole thing was being like uh, – the bar like a british race like taking the piss yeah we're like yeah they're just mocking everything sure. nothing was serious right um i mean all their hit songs are kind of immature or yes. angsty you know sure. uh you know dick jokes and stuff that's kind of their thing yep. Yep. uh that's a good point but um you know so i so there's definitely 
uh, segment of their music that did, you know, turn people away. Yeah. Uh, but um, I know because which there are more uh, personal stuff or, you know, less jokey stuff uh, was was really good. I mean, I think Adam's song was one that, uh, you know, is kind of their big, serious song. Um, another one is uh, I Miss You, which mm-hmm. is a much later song. That's probably... That's the song. Yeah, yeah, that was much. I think that was in the 2000s, mid, probably 2000s, I imagine. That was the song that you let me hear someone mm-hmm. cover, and I would think it was for some show. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Uh, not really. Okay, no. well, that, uh, well, anyways, um, and man, I might have this mixed up. It might have been a show me in corner. I think it, no, I'm pretty sure it was you and I, but anyways, um, that was the song, I Miss You. Um, and I think there's another one. There's, uh, um, I can't, oh, I never get the name of the song right, but, uh, it's ho- Holiday, or anyway, it's about like an, uh, I think like an abusive parents and stuff. Mm. Yeah, some of their stuff, yeah, is, uh can get serious and that's yeah. you know, that's when their stuff is you know that's i think their songs are good when they're jokey they're good when they're serious yeah um and like uh watching you know youtube videos you know i think there's a there is a channel i guess they're still going react the react channel whereas mm-hmm. kids react or old people react to this that whatever right um and this one was teenagers this was might have been five years ago. React to Blink One Eighty Two, and um, they still played. You know, like a lot of their stuff still played as far as like, oh yeah, this is pretty good. Yeah. Um, or like um, because you know when they got started, you know they did influence a bunch of. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, I think like um, even I think like Penny got the disco. I think oh, wow. started out as like, a tribute that. group to them. I think. Okay. Um, I did not know that. I think it's the disco. Um, so yeah, they're a group that did have a lot of importance. Well, you know, too, uh, I don't, um, a lot of times and, uh, okay. Creed, Nickelback, uh, uh, Pearl, there's a lot of bands of a certain era that, uh, kind of had like that same vocal style, so to speak. And, uh, you know, it's kind of picked on in certain ways, lightheartedly. Like, I've never heard anyone, um, but, you know, it's kind of picked on how they sing and stuff. Well, that's a lot A lot of that, and I think Blink-182, uh, a lot of that with the pop, uh, or the punk, uh, I guess you, I call them punk rock. I mean, I don't know if you consider them punk rock. or. Well, I, th- I think they're more pop, pop punk. Pop, okay, but a lot of that pop punk, um, for that era, they kind of had that, like, uh, certain... Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know if you say the vocal, the accent. I don't know how you would say it, but they they sounded and they tried to say. And I think they started, so they weren't um, they weren't trying to sound like anybody. The, the ones after them were trying to sound like them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because I think a lot of those, well, in rock music in general, yeah, uh, it's a lot more. You don't have to be a good singer to pass as a rock singer, right? Uh, you know, I think eventually, if you, if you have staying power, you kind of do have yeah. to at least be unique enough to where it's kind of your thing. Like Blink is, you know, they re- they released that last song, "Edging," which mm-hmm. is their, you know, the group's reformed. You know, Tom DeLonge's back in the group, and it's the first single. Um, it's the, uh, you know, I don't think any of them, him or or um, 
Mark Hoppus are going to be like, oh, yeah, these are the greatest singers of all time. Yeah. But they're just good enough. They're just unique enough to where it works, where I think um, a popular singer that we always, not popular singer, but some of those 80s singers can't sound good. Like, um, what's the song? Um, It's a hair metal song, Girl School. What's the group? I think that's the name of the group. I think um, it's okay, um, I think, uh, what a... well, it's well, well, a popular one. Do from Cinderella, Tom Kiefer. Yeah, 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 yeah. He can't sound good now. I mean, okay. he's his voice back in the day sounded like it was going through like a shredder. I'll give you a good one, dude. Uh, beautiful point about rock singers. I'll give you a good example. Do have you ever? And I think I'm probably saying asking a dumb question. You got it. Well, yes, Brittany Fox, just a group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, so about yeah. girls' school, yeah, yeah, very misogynistic video, the right, great right. song. Uh, oh, it's uh, well, it takes place in like a Catholic high school, okay. so it's a little weird. But uh, he can't sound good now. That no. guy, like, there's eighty singers like that, or Blackie Lawless. You oh, know, I'll give you the best one personally. Uh, uh, so, okay, um, have you ever watched a very Murray Christmas? Yeah. Okay. So uh, if you've never, and I'm saying that because this is fresh off my mind, like if you've ever, if, you've, if you're listening, you've never uh, seen it. It's a show. It's on Netflix every year around Christmas. It's Bill Murray does a Christmas special. It's a fake Christmas special. But anyhow, um, David Johansson is uh, the bartender on there. And if you don't know David Johansson, David Johansson's the lead singer for New York Dolls. Um, well, he's obviously singing some on there. And uh, my wife made the comment like, Oh, the bartender can't sing. Um, and if you don't know who he is, well, hell, it don't matter if you know who he is, but most people wouldn't just by watching it. Uh, but uh, you're thinking like, well, they've got a bunch of actors singing. They've got this and that. Like, he's just another actor singing. He can't sing. He sounds horrible. Um, but he's a rock singer, and he's singing like these Christmas bellies. He sounds terrible. But she couldn't, I guess, get him a point. She could not believe he was an actual singer. And I was like, hey, New York Dolls. And um, yeah. of course, she didn't know who New York Dolls was, but... Uh, she had a hard time. Um, she's like, there's just no way. I, and I was like, well, he's rock. And she's like, there's no way that guy can even sing rock. He sounds so bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I and again, you know, I think to be, to make it in rock, because if you're a pop singer, you have to at least sound good, you know, decent enough. Because the thing about pop is different with rock is that pop is like so competitive. I mean, mm. there's like a million pop singers, you know, trying to break through. Sure, sure. And not saying there's not the same with rock, but as far as like a singing wise mm. is more about the music compared right. to like the lesser than the singing. Sure. So like those 80s singers or even there's some, some of the seventies I imagine where it's like, they just sound like they, that they sounded good in that time period uh-huh. and they obviously sounded good enough in right. it and it worked. Um, but then like now, like you said with that cat, you know, he didn't say he doesn't sound good anymore. Or like um, uh, one of my favorite singers from the '80s, Don Dokken. Um, one of my favorite, you know, he sang so high, and there's fireworks going off in yeah, the background. Yeah, you can hear that. There's definitely fireworks. Coming. Uh, but um, he sang so high, so much higher than the other rock singers oh, yeah. in the '80s. I mean, for sure. When like '80s is when like all the male singles singers sounds sang really high. Mm-hmm. Um, he sang higher than them. Like, I think not like he hit higher notes. It's just that he, like, his song, like, 
his bass sound was already higher than everybody. Yeah, yeah, right. um, but nowadays, he he doesn't sound obviously as good because you know, I think a lot, you know people that you know some of those '80s singers they just you know didn't hold up. Vocally. That's the worst thing to me too. When I when there's someone like that who was such a good singer, and obviously age gets us all, uh, but to me, there's nothing that makes me sadder uh, than those guys. Yeah, or you know. Our dearly beloved Paul Stanley, yep. you know, who, uh, I mean, he, I, the, he probably sings the tracks now, I imagine. Like, gotcha. he's, like, he, because he, he just doesn't sound good. No. Like, no. like, he didn't sound good five, four or five years ago, uh, let alone now where he's still, you know, still in Kiss doing their thing. You brought up a good point, though. I, I've never thought about it like you just said about Don Dockin. Uh, it's Stanley's the same way. Um, it's almost like they start out on third base. Like, it's not that they're hitting home runs. It's just that they started out on third base, and, like, that's where they're at. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, that, that's where, well, as you said, that's their base. Like, that's their uh, – that's where they're at. And it's not like they're going up – they're not Mariah carrying it. There's just – you know, that's where they sing at. I've never thought of it like that. But um, – Yeah, I, you know, I think there's some singers that just, you know, they, like you mentioned, they kind of start off so high or the certain tone that, it, that they just, I mean, it's impossible to stay that way. Sure. I mean, I think with, even with maybe the singer's more dynamic or they have like a more of a range or, you know, they don't start off so high, uh, then they could, you know, then they could maybe keep it up. Right. I mean... Because there's not many singers that go for like 30 or 40 years that, oh, like, yeah, they still sound good. I mean, like, Paul McCartney still sounds good, but I don't know if he sounds as good as, I mean, he's still Paul McCartney, but it's still not like he's sounds the same as he did. It's just like a different, like a different part of his voice, like a different sound in his voice. It's not yeah. like, I think if, I think it's, if the singer can't like like change his voice the older he gets, uh-huh. uh, then um, then he just can't you know then they just can't keep it up. I mean, like I think like Paul Stanley, he you know his voice he sounded a certain way singing, but then that's just his voice. Like right. he he can't I'm gonna say mature change his voice into something else. Like there's nowhere else he can go vocally. You know what I mean? Um, where like uh, Paul McCartney, he doesn't sound the same as he did. He just sounds like an older version of himself. Yeah, and also, um, you know, I, and is I guess being two different kind of singers. Like, I feel like Paul uh, has never put a whole lot of stress on his like vocal, t- you know, his throat and all that. Like, Paul's a good singer, of course. Don't oh, get me wrong, McCartney. McCartney, yeah, yeah, yeah McCart- Paul McCartney. Is a great yeah. I guess I should. Have, they're both Pauls. Paul McCartney is a great singer. Don't get me wrong, but um, I mean he's never been one who's going yeah, through he, the. You know what I'm saying? He's not like, doing Paul Stanley. Right, right. I mean that's kind of like Ozzy. Ozzy still sounds like Ozzy to me at seventy something, but Ozzy, you know, Ozzy's uh, but, Ozzy's hitting singles. You know but, what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's not doing Lost Up Dynamically with his right, voice right. like uh, um. Which will be interesting to, I mean, 
the all-time great male singers. It's, it's interesting to see um, kind of, you know, where they go vocally as far as, you know, what their voice turns into. Well, can you think of any um, off your hand, off head, um, Elton John to me? And I, and I know somebody might say, might not, uh, they might argue with me about his singing. I think Elton John's a great singer. I've always, I've always have. Now, I haven't heard him sing in the last few years per se, but I know I've heard him sing. Uh, uh, I've heard him sing at older age, and he's always sounding great to me. Um, yeah. Elton could really go. Uh, George Michael. Now, I don't know what you consider old. Uh, God rest his soul. I know uh, George Michael obviously was getting some age on him. I listened to him in a concert, and he was probably. 55 60 um during this uh, acoustic uh, or he played at this big acoustic place selling orchestras play um and he killed it um but there's only a handful of guys like that i guess they just they're just not walking the planet those guys who keep it up uh cornell and i know he only he was what 51 um but to me like if you do what he did and you can still do it at 51 like i find that like i don't see yeah. that many people in the world that could do that um but I guess I get, going back to your point, like you know, certain guys who um, they're not, uh, uh, you know, they're not known for doing spectacular things. Um, I mean, of course they're not going to. But okay, let me ask you this: we we we're on the same point there, same page. Is there anyone that you can think of offhand that it's depressing to hear them sing now because they were so good back then? Well, I mean, almost any 80s singer, line, besides like them, like, because like I said, Don Dawkins doesn't sound the same. Yeah. Paul Stanley doesn't necessarily sound the same. Um, I'll tell you the worst, Vince Neil. Yeah, Vince Neil's. And I'm a ooh. fan of Vince Neil. Yeah, which, uh, you know, I, 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 know I, I was never too, too big of a fan of him, but like, I don't think he sounded too good back in the day. I mean, I think that's kind of the whole Nikki Six thing. He said that. They they didn't want Vince Neil for as their lead singer because he was good or sounded good. It was because what he did to the crowd. That's why Nikki Six said. Yeah, but I think he's different. Like I, I, it's weird because I don't necessarily think he's a great singer, but he's got some range to for a guy who's like he, he can do the hard part. He just can't do the simple tap. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's weird. Yeah, which I don't. He's one that. It's not depressing because I never, for me, it's not depressing. Just oh, it's I never cared. Well, because I never liked it in the first place, yeah. even when he wasn't as sounding good in his prime. Do you not like Crew at all? No, I definitely like Crew, okay. but as far as lead singers, he's okay. probably well, well, well down the list. Okay. I mean, he's down with Brett Michaels as far as vocally. I don't, you know, love, you know, like Poison, a lot Motley Crew, uh, but as far as like depressing, you know, like it's not awful now and it's sad. It's just not because I, yeah. I never cared. Well, in the first okay. Place. I'll say this about Brett Michaels and I, I've seen him in concert. Um, now mind you, this has been 20 years, but uh, I've seen his, I've seen him doing concerts as of this past year, that, that big uh, stadium tour they did um, still sounds good, but um he is another one that um, has never been known to be a good singer, uh, and he didn't really uh, – he didn't have a whole lot of range. Um, so, you know, he's kind of like – well, it's kind of like with Vince Neil, uh, the situation where he's a good front man, and that's what, you know, that's what's selling. But uh, I will say this about him. Like, he still sounds – let's say this. He still sounds the same. Um, 
you know, he, he's not digressed. Um, but again, he's just not known for most people. He's very well known for not being that gr- uh, strong of a singer. Um, but again, um, I, I guess that's easy not to digress when you're not that good in the first place. I shouldn't say, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, but I would say like so someone as far as, for example, what you're talking about, maybe someone that like, um, Justin Hawkins might have touched on his video, you know, on his channel. Mm. Or, like, for instance, he mentioned John Bon Jovi. Yes. Where he doesn't sound good at all anymore. Right. Like he, in the 80s, he sings so high. He has, you know, he, you know, great tone. He had all these high notes and stuff. But nowadays, he just can't do that yeah. anymore. And it's, <laughs> so he would be more of one of these depressing. That would be the, right. Yeah. Cause he once was so good. Yes. Um, very good point. But someone like, like I said, Vince Neil wasn't so good. Yeah. Um, he sounded better back in the 80s, but, yeah. you know, he wasn't an A-plus. Like, I'll say Bon Jovi, John Bon Jovi was an A-plus singer. Yeah. And now he's, you know, failing the class. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, he just doesn't sound good. Well, I think there's different reasons, too. And I, well, I don't know this. I, I know with Vince Neil, he obviously is very, very well documented. He didn't take really good care of himself for, very, himself for a very long time. Um, you know, and, uh, you'd like to think that some, some of that has something to do with it, but, uh, but no, it's just an interesting, I could probably do a whole episode on, on, um, guys, that kind of, um, topic as far as those guys like that. Um, but, uh, you know, obviously for another day, um, 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 that's just my last yeah, topic going to be a, my short conversation, um, uh, I mentioned it yesterday um, for everyone out home. I don't know how your Instagram feed is, uh, but a country singer has popped up on mine and I'm, I, I know it's popped up on other, other people's too, just okay. because these are non country music. You Instagram like, you know, pages. Yeah. I know you talk well, about. I know I mean, <laughs> we talked about last night where um, country singers, her name is Lainey Wilson. Yep. 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 Um, I think she's she was another place people know her from is uh, she's on Yellowstone, right. very small role on Yellowstone, um, but um, she's getting very famous for pretty much two reasons: she, uh, <laughs> bell bottoms and she has a big butt. Um, and like I said, so it's going around like even like the hip hop, like the memes are like this is what this is how they're building country singers nowadays. And there's a picture, a video of her, you know, with, you know with you know with yeah. her with her butt yeah right. so uh as far as this leads me to my question off well number one good for her you know because sure. she's, she's getting and she put up a, she put up a a video on her instagram where she kind of just joked you say this i think she said she went on her tiktok explore page or whatever yeah and uh all she saw was her big butt on there with her <laughs> words um but again, she's getting an audience. Good for her. Yeah, good for her. Uh, musically, is not our thing. Sure. I mean, sure. uh, I've heard a couple of her songs, and it's just you know nothing right home about. Yeah. Um, but as far as you know, leading to my question, do you care what the singers look like? No, I don't. Um, and I've and this seen, could be any, you know, any yeah, person, gender, whatever. No, I really don't. And I've seen the, um, it's funny you mentioned her, like I've seen that for the past couple of weeks. And I've saw a lot of negative feedback, uh, as you mentioned, people saying like, you know, like, oh, this is what you want to be. Like, um, 
hey, she can't help what she has, you know, like, I mean, what she's supposed yeah, to do, like, yeah, it you is. know, hide, uh, sing behind the curtain. Um, it is what it is, yeah. It is just, what it is. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, it's great. Hopefully, she's uh, confident in herself and is comfortable and uh, loves herself and, you know, all that good stuff. But um, I guess getting to my point, this might be a bad comparison, but, you know, like, sometimes people will do good. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll go viral for something and, um, and then they'll say, uh, uh, like people will donate to them and like uh, help them make a good for a good cause or just things like that. Um, and nobody ever says like, oh, well, this all started because this person did something silly online or or whatever. I guess my point is like, but something good come out of it. I guess for her, um, I, I, apparently she worked really hard um, and uh, she's very talented. Uh, it might not be my cup of tea, but there's somebody who uh, out there who uh, only knows her because she went viral and uh, and now likes her music. So um, to me, it's a win-win. Um, you know, mm-hmm. she's she's not being exploited. Uh, none of that. I mean, she's just uh, obviously um, she, she she's she's her butt uh, went viral and uh, you know no pun intended and she's um, and it's helping her out. So good for her. And, and I guess um, you know you mentioned doesn't matter what they look like. No. Um, of course, like you, you see some of the, my favorite musicians of all time. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's rough. Um, now I'll say this, I think there was a time now, I, I guess, let me backtrack as a listener. It does not matter. I think, um, as, uh, to make it, uh, it's probably a different story. I'm sure that, uh, well, I shouldn't say that I would believe that her looks, uh, have probably helped her. Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, as far as like making it, I guess is not necessarily what I, you know, I guess is more or less like, you know, you answered it pretty easily. Yeah. No, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter, it doesn't like, matter what sure. they look like as sure. far as, you know, at the end of the day, if you're on your, you know, listening on your phone, it doesn't matter. you're not watching the video, you're right. not seeing this person sing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it doesn't matter what they look like. Um, you know, it is what it is. It's just, sure. you know, they look the way they look. Right. Um, but as far as making it, yeah, that often plays a factor, even when it probably shouldn't have, you know, but that's kind of well, out of my realm of well, concern. Think about this. And uh, my, my last question for tonight kind of goes in with this. Uh, well, let me start it by this. Do you think Elvis Presley would have been Elvis Presley had Elvis Presley not been as good, if he not been a good looking guy? Let's just say he's a, you know, just an ugly uh, white dude. Um, well, let's say if he was fat Elvis. Right, right. I, if I, he was I, always fat Elvis. Yes, and, and he didn't have his looks and charm if he was just, um, if, if he didn't have that. Like, who's a, like I personally don't believe that he would have ever uh, been, because, you know, at the end of the day, I know people, I know sometimes it's a hot topic these days about certain things like that, but, um we all know whether you like it or not. I, I personally, we all know it happens. Like, uh, there's, um, if you've got two people here and they possess the same skills, but, um, one's easier to look at, they're going to go with that one. Uh, whether you agree with that or not, like that's besides the point, but that's just the way it is. Um, um, you know, I'm not agreeing with her and I'm just saying that's facts. Um, so I really feel that way. Uh, and my question, and I know it's probably spiraling way out of here, but I got to ask you this. This is my question. I said it relates because I said Elvis really does it. What do you feel like 
is the most important era of music. And we won't go too far because we probably use this as a topic uh, one day, but I would love to hear what you think. I've never asked you that. Yeah, this is definitely left field. Uh, But um, as far as, well, I'll say the older, the more important. Okay. You know, it's not my favorite. Definitely. Favorite is definitely the 80s. Or I'll say, um, or I'll say either the 80s or right now. For me, really? yeah, just because, um, w- like so much of the 80s is influencing what I listen to now, as far as like the modern uh, this sounds. Is your personal. personally, okay, yeah, okay, okay, okay. but like most important is probably mm-hmm. the 60s. I mean, okay, I had the Beatles and the Rolling Stones, and I think Elvis, the five fat Elvis, then no, but, that was good, Elvis, but, you know, so I think he made it 50, yeah, but anyways, but you know, that's when all those legendary rock groups were sure. getting started, you know, that's when. Uh, there's probably like, um, what's that genre of music? Um, Motown was yep. going on. Yep. So this is like Marvin Gaye and all that stuff too. Sure. So it's definitely probably the sixties, okay. which is not my favorite, but sixties is probably the most important. So you think the most important because of how influential, is that what you're saying? Yeah. I'll, well, okay. yeah, solely just influ- influential. Um, because you know, they, I mean, obviously they put out good music in their own right. Obviously the Beatles, you know, because like, I guess these groups that are influential, like let's say New York Dolls, they influenced all you know all those early hair metal groups. Sure, sure. Influenced you know Kiss, um, but they're not better than them at all. Right, like, right. Their music might not even be be that good compared to like Kiss. Right. But like, um, so the Beatles, who were obviously very influential, uh they still had good music. Yeah. They weren't just like, Oh yeah, they influenced all these artists and that's why they're so big. Sure. They're big. Cause they're really good. Right. You know, in their own right. And on top of that, they influenced all these other artists. Yeah, I agree. And so, and here's another twist on you. I personally gun to head, say the sixties with you. We, we agree on that. We got the same answer, but if I'm playing devil's advocate and I say, take influences out because you know, the people 30 years from now can say the 2010 or, you know, years from now can say the 2020s because these bands influenced them. So you can go on with that forever. Uh, part of me would devil's advocate. We would even say the eighties because, um, I think personally, I think it was, um, more, uh, like there was way, there was so much different stuff at that time to me personally, it was more the most, um, I guess uh, broad of things, different kinds of music going on in different styles. Uh, and also number one thing is music videos. Um, because I think personally that changed the game as uh, what we know music today. Um, so, you know, devil's advocate, I say eighties, but also I do agree with you. You know, if I'm just being logical, uh, I do agree with you. It would have to be the sixties. Um, that was a good question. I thought I, I've been thinking about that when I was like, Hey, let me, what's something I can ask him? See what I've never asked him before. My point was, I wanted to ask you something I never asked you. I think I asked you a couple of things that I've never asked you that being one of them again, you, that's a tough one. And I don't think you can go wrong anywhere. You say you can make an argument for everything. Um, even the seventies, because then I feel like the sixties got, uh, shaped into more of what we know today. 
and what we've loved from the 80s and and you know so um but anyhow i i and i guess uh going back you know to put a bow on it i would love to go back a hundred years to when you can see uh those small little uh clubs and stuff or you know little things shindigs and and uh, up close and personal i think that would be cool but um but nonetheless i do agree with you on that one so yeah so um anything else you want to so do you have any um you got any news anything um newsworthy? um uh well i guess two recommendations i, I guess got, yeah um, recommendations hidden with man so i and you already mean i already showed you this one just for the audience out there um uh, there's a song that's kind of going viral now because of Wednesday, you know, the TV show. Sure. Um, the song is Bloody Mary by Lady Gaga. Right, right. It's, it's an older song, but it's kind of blew up on TikTok and social media. Um, the song is very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say I'll definitely recommend that one. Right. Um, and the video I also watched before I came over here and started this, it was a video for uh, figure skaters hmm. and i was kind of read up on this like it was one of the things that in passing i saw that evidently this figure skaters dance to a daft punk melody okay and it was you know really good actually the, I mean, the songs they chose were like okay this is actually really good again i had no idea how they came to these songs to choose right but um like why they chose to dance to skate to these songs but it's really good they often very talented nice. i think this happened earlier in the year at the olympics so um tapping daft punk olympics and it would pop up um so yeah so just two recommendations for me all right sweet man okay so i do i do have um let's see what i got i did put something down for this one um Okay, good podcasting here while I'm thinking of it. Um, well, I want to say this. Um, the first one, I, well, I, this might be the only one. You know, Mojo Thunder, I, I started skimming through a band called Mojo Thunder. We probably listened to them together before. I don't know. But um, I really like what they had, um, you know, and I haven't deep dived into them. But what I heard so far, pretty good. Um, there was a, uh, there's another song that I heard. It's not brand new by no means, but uh, there's another song. Uh, my son is a huge, I have a, I have a six-year-old son, uh, so he's into what all six-year-old kids are into, um, and uh, he's a huge Sonic the Hedgehog fan. Well, if you have kids, you know Sonic the Hedgehog. There's been a couple movies come out of the last uh, couple years. Well, there's a song by Kid Cudi uh, called Stars in the Sky from the, uh, from the soundtrack, and it's a very good pop song. Uh, it's one I definitely recommend. I really like it. Uh, you know, if you have children, I think I've talked about this. If you have children, you have to listen to the same things over and over and over. Um, so that would definitely be something that uh, I would recommend. Also, thought it was really funny. I think I told Matthew off air a couple weeks ago, but uh, this isn't really a recommendation. It is because you just have to hear it for yourself. Snoop Dogg a few months ago put out a kid's album. Uh, under the, uh, what's it called? A- anyways, there's a kid's album. If you just uh, Google or YouTube, or uh, you'll find it. But Snoop Dogg has a kid's album out. The big song that I heard is called the Affirmation Song. And it's very funny. You'd have to listen to it, especially if you're somebody, uh, someone in my era who uh, w- listened to Snoop Dogg at his height uh, in the 90s and uh, know how like he was a part of the um, that uh, rap scene that was uh, hardcore. Uh, it's just very funny hearing Snoop Dogg sing um, 
telling you to uh, love yourself and uh, and appreciate your feelings. So uh, I thought that was very funny. That's my recommendations. I had one more thing talking about news of the week. Matthew usually hits us with some good ones. I try to every once in a while find something to try to keep up with them. Never works. But one thing I had, um, and I, this isn't even news. I'm just talking out loud. Uh, for whatever reason, and I haven't, uh, hopefully I can maybe research it and find out. But every few, uh, every couple weeks, RIP Neil Perk is trending on uh, Twitter. And uh, I have no clue why. Uh, that trend, trend, trends every few weeks. I would love to, if there's a listener, please go to our uh, social and, and tell me. I would love to know. I cannot, uh, I've looked, but I can't really find out why it's trending. So I can't, you know, I'm just not very good at interneting. Uh, so I can't really find out why it's trending, but I'd love to know. But nonetheless, uh, I thought it was kind of funny. Every few weeks, and, and it's, uh, and I mean this with no disrespect, when it happens, I always forget um I go through this moment where, oh my gosh, I thought he was, I thought he already passed away. Is he, did he just now? Oh my gosh. And then I realized that he obviously has passed away. Um, so again, I have no idea why I'm saying this, but I have to let someone else know because it's just me and my own little world knowing this. So now you all do, but every few weeks on Twitter, you'll see hashtag RIP Neil Perk. Uh, and if you don't know Neil Perk, to me, the greatest drummer of all time, uh, just my humble opinion um and if you disagree with that that's great uh but if you don't know who he is and you disagree with that uh go check him out go go back and listen to neil pert uh you can youtube for hours on that one and you'll find some good stuff so that maybe that is my recommendation maybe it's go youtube neil pert and uh, listen how good he is he was a drummer for rush um but that's been another episode uh I uh, appreciate you guys listening as always it's been awesome uh, again we i just feel so fancy tonight uh using uh, big boy podcasting equipment. Both of us got mics. If you saw us, you would see how high tech we look, <clears throat> how official we look um, with the laptop and the mics. It's been a lot of fun as always. Uh, appreciate you guys bearing with us through the holidays. Uh, I know that we've thrown off our schedule a little bit. We'll get back on the regular time. Um, and uh, and another thing, Matthew, we're officially in the season two. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we're in season two. It's going to be a great year for us. I know that. Uh, maybe my New Year's resolution is to. Uh, to just uh, keep having fun with this thing and see it go to places where uh, um, we never thought it would. But uh, we'll be back next week with another great episode. We'll have great topics. Do you want to have, should we do some homework? Um, yeah. We, yeah give, uh, give us some, man. So Matthew's going through his phone right now. Matthew's going to give us some homework. We ain't had no homework in a while, and um, we're starting to get lazy with no homework. Need something to, uh, maybe this will throw us out of our funk. Yeah, see if I can find something that we haven't listened to okay. um, or maybe been a while. There you go. So um, skimming through. We'll do Paramore. Okay. I don't, I, I've, I've heard of that just the other day. Uh, uh, what what genre is that? I'll say pop punk. Okay. Um, they're more recent than, they're probably two th- definitely 2000s. Um, oh, really? They're that old? Yeah, so they... Um, They've been around a while, so they're not new, but okay. like Blink-182 is an influence. No, oh, okay. Give you an idea. Okay. Like, you know, they were a little bit farther down the line. Well, I'm excited because you know. I just uh, I just heard about this group uh, recently, um, and I don't remember why, but I saw the name somewhere. and I, um, So it's very odd that you say it now when this is fresh off my mind, um, but I can go ahead and give you a, a spoiler for next week. 
that'll be the first time that I've sat down and listened to Paramore. And I probably heard, if you said they've been around that long, I'm sure I've heard a song or two. Um, but, uh, but no, so we'll, we'll listen to Paramore. We'll have a good topic, uh, waiting for you guys. And, uh, you know, as always go follow us on the, at on shelf podcast, that's two F's at on shelf podcast on Twitter. Um, help us grow there and, and, uh, just, um, appreciate you guys listening as always. We'll be back next week. Love you guys. Peace. See you.